Welcome to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable, and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy-ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go! All right, everybody, I am here with my guest today, Kim Fitzpatrick, all the way from Canada. How are you, Kim? Good morning, everybody. I am so good. You guys, I'm sitting looking at Mel with like the biggest smile on my face, A, because I absolutely adore Melanie as a human, uh, as a person, but to be a guest on this podcast is such an honor for what you and Katie have co-created. And it's just so it's, it's, I, I'm like smiling for two reasons. Number one, I'm super honored to be here as a guest, to be able to speak to all of you today, um, and share in this conversation with Melanie, but also just because Melanie's such a dear friend of mine. And I'm so glad I'm staring face to face to her on a Tuesday morning. (laughs) I know, I know. And, you know, just a quick backstory on Kim and I, Kim, and I actually met years ago on an Elite 10 trip for our direct sales company. And her husband, Jamie, uh, was in the top 10 that year. And Kim obviously was there with Jamie on this trip. And just instantly, I was attracted to Kim because of her style and her fashion. We we were like dressed the same with the cute little dangly earrings. And, and her smile was just really welcoming. And I just, we walked right up to one another and introduced ourselves. And we really did. It was fast friendship, easy conversation. We have a lot of the same core values and the work ethic. And over that week, being in the Amalfi Coast together, we just really developed this great friendship that has lasted over the years. And I've watched you step into such a powerful leadership role and also now being a top 10 coach yourself and really building not just an incredible team, but also the legacy brand that is outside of your direct sales business. And I just, I've really been cheering you on ever since that day that we met in the Amalfi Coast. You know, it was just like divine intervention that we were brought together. Uh, and we've done a lot together over the years in terms of like push groups and masterminds and just really supporting one another wherever we were at and whatever we needed in our business journey. So I'm happy to have you on as a friend, but also as somebody I admire for what you've been able to create inside and outside of your business too. I appreciate that. I'm so I'm excited. When Melanie talked to me about the topic today, I was like, I'm all I'm all in, Mel. I'm all in. Like let's let's get let's get gritty. Let's get juicy, you know, and um I'm excited about this. We are. Okay. So, you know, just Kim created a journal. It's actually launching officially out into the world on the 11th, right? I have the date correct. You've already done done your pre-launch, your pre-orders. You've had an amazing sort of first go around with getting this out into the world. And the Be Her Now journal is incredible. And I know from what you shared with me when you were here in Pittsburgh, but As I was leafing through your journal, I was thinking about our listeners on the podcast and how one of the biggest challenges that they face is that belief, that belief in themselves and and truly allowing themselves to create a vision for their life. But 
you know, where do you even start with that? And also why is that so important to, why do you need a vision in order to achieve the Mm -hmm. business results? And so I want to start there with you today about just why do you think it is important to even have that vision for, for your life? Mm, you know, I love this. I, I'm going to be very honest with you. So back in 2018, I was the person that rolled her eyes hard. Like actually they could have been stuck in the back of my eyeballs, like would have been in my brain because I didn't, I thought it was so hokey. I mm. thought, you know, this is so silly to be thinking about this, this intention. This isn't how this all works. And I actually can feel this visceral uh, disalignment when I say that in my body right now as I'm talking about that, because it's, it is what, it was the story that I was telling myself, right? And I was watching these successful people have these routines and have this vision and have goals and, and have these big things that scared them, you know? And I, I love this. I love the saying run towards the vomit. Like that, (laughs) it makes you want to vomit. You need to write that down and run towards that. And, you know, it's actually our, our great friend Moira. I was at one of her retreats back in January of 2019. And that's really where I started understanding the depth of the reason why. And, and it was just more of my own silent observation. And it kind of went like, that to me. And it just clicked. It wasn't anything anybody said. It was an internal aha. Perhaps it was a whisper, Mel, right? Perhaps it was a little whisper saying, pay attention here, pay attention here, pay attention here. You've been telling yourself, this isn't, this isn't going to work for you, but everything you want is on that other side of what you're telling yourself. Isn't what you like, right? It's, I always ask, how's that working for you? Right. Um, because when I, if I look back at the trajectory of my business, when from the day that I sat down and did that work by myself, like I, I didn't tell anybody I was doing that. My goodness, no. Um, and I found too, when I wrote my vision as a story, mm. I write a vision story. I started to believe it more because it wasn't just saying like, I am right. It, because I didn't believe that yet. Mel, I didn't believe that I was capable of building this thriving seven-figure business. I didn't believe I was capable of creating another one that was outside of what I was doing, right? Like that wasn't even a part of my wheelhouse until I started to get really granular with the feeling that was attached to what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And that was the change for me. It was the feeling. It wasn't about the goal. It was about the feeling that I could feel when I visualized my story, when I, when I realized, you know, what it would feel like to be, to feel in my best physical state, mental state and emotional state. I have not arrived at her yet, but my goodness, am I ever taking the intentional action each day to move closer to the feeling that I'm trying to reach? Mm-hmm. And I find that supportive because what I think is a lot of people look at a goal, Mel, and they're like, I didn't hit that. I'm a failure. Right. I didn't hit this. I'm low. I didn't do this. I'm so angry with my team or whatever, layer in whatever else that could be. But what if, and it's not my saying or my quote, I, I'm not sure who said this, but I know there's somebody else said it, but it said, you know, the mountain you're climbing isn't even about the goal because that goal will be so far as one of your nine vision boards you eventually have, like I do stacked in my office. 
but it's who you become in the process of that goal. Mm-hmm. And that is what changed the game for me in Vision Mel. I stopped making it about a shiny object and I started making it about who I'm becoming. Mm-hmm. And that's where my journal truly birthed because I was like, I need to be her now. Yeah. And, 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 and who is she? Right. Like there's all that, like you can hear act as if act as if what, like, yeah. what am I acting as if, who am I acting as? Like when you're detached from that vision, it sounds really good. But what I find is this pulls you to the meat of your own human connection, mm-hmm. because what you want isn't what I want. But a lot of us live in this huge, busy society. We've been layered with capital T and tiny T traumas for hundred percent through a pandemic, but also through everything else that's been layered on around you. It is hard to get outside of that and, and not feel either stuck or overwhelmed. And I believe Mel that vision work gives you hope. And I also believe that it gives you a roadmap. It does. It really does. I love that. It's just, okay. So the one thing that as, as you're talking that kept coming up for me is, okay, so I really do feel like women have a hard time sitting down and allowing themselves to even believe that anything more is actually possible for them. So how, how do we allow people to get into a space where they even let themselves dream? You know, I love this question. So I have a tattoo on my arm that says everything is data. And here's what I believe. You can't create anything that you're not measuring. So what I would suggest, and this is in the journal is, and it's everywhere. My gosh, this certainly isn't my idea, but have you even done an evaluation of where you're at in your life? Like, have you audited your relationships, your finances, your career, your family time, how you're taking care of yourself, your self-care time, your nutrition, like whatever you want on your wheel, you need to add that in. And what I find is it's so interesting to me, Mel, because the things that I'm writing in my vision that I want to accomplish, or I'm an extraordinary mom, you know, uh, we have a fulfilled, passionate marriage. But if in your in your reflection, in your data collection, you're realizing, well, I'm not even, I haven't gone on a date night. Yeah. I haven't gone on a date night in six weeks. I might not have even touched my husband. Like <laughs> that's a, that's a gap, right? Again. And if we can, what I love about data is there's no emotion attached to data. Uh-huh. It's just logical, just logical. Oh, that's an area. Oh, that's an opportunity. So the, the discongruence from your vision because you're looking at your reality, right? Okay, well, if if I'm going to do that, well, then I can't be working till nine o'clock at night. If I'm saying I want to prioritize this, then I need to be better with my energy management, my time management during the day. Like this gives you this vehicle to be able to visualize what you want, but slap you in the face with what's actually happening. Great example. I'll give you one today. So I'm sitting here showered. I've already worked out. I've already gotten my guys. This is a big thing for me. Okay. For some of you, you're like, what do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. We've talked about this. So Mel, I'm really proud of myself, but at some point you have to get sick of the story you're telling yourself and you Uh have to get sick of the things that aren't working for you. Yeah. And there's no reason why I can't get up and work out first and get my, my everything. There's no reason other Mm -hmm. than I was in a habit and I was in a pattern that was a survival pattern for me. 
Yeah. And I'm learning that through Claim Your Power with Mastin Kip. A lot of us as women, that's a great book I recommend for everybody to be reading. It's a 40-day workbook. But I will tell you, I picked it up three years ago and I rolled my eyes at that too. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I'm not not ready for this. I'm not ready for this work. So vision takes work. Evaluating your life takes work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Listening to the discomfort that could be labeled as anxiety. But what if we label it as a sign? Yeah. What if we label it as a story that it's something you need to listen to because it's actually telling you universally it's a sign for you. So a lot of times we, we, you know, I've I've been, I'm diagnosed with an anxiety disorder based from my childhood, but now I've developed a relationship with my, I may are quoting here disorder that does not define me at all to be a a storyteller. And when I feel discomfort, it means that's what I need to go back home to because I'm looking at my vision story that says I have, I'm excellent in my time management. I've established a phenomenal morning routine that serves me. I sleep well. I don't snooze the, oh, but wait, I'm not doing any of those things. That's where the, that is where I believe Mel, the separation is. We want all these things as business owners. We want all these things, but we're not aware enough with no judgment, no shame to be like, oh, interesting. I'm going to get curious about that. So my best advice is to get curious where you are right now. Mm -hmm. Sit with it. Sit with it. Like what's feeling super uncomfortable? There's probably a reason. And there's probably something that you can identify right now to be able to map that out. So it matches what you actually want. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a beautiful thing about chasing the feeling of what you want. And just understanding that if, if it didn't, you didn't feel in accordance that day, it's just a lesson. It's just telling you that story. And that's, that I believe will set people up for success to stop being so mean to themselves. That is powerful. And it's something even in my, I'm very tactical, right? So, you know, me when anytime I teach a very, very, and I talk about, you know, getting, establishing your baseline is what I talk about in, 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 and that is so important. If you don't have a starting point for where where you're at today, even looking at, okay, what did I do last month? Not based on, oh, I failed or I succeeded, but just what worked, what didn't work. That's so important. I teach people to do that in business, but you have to do that in your in your vision and in, in your personal work too. And you actually do have the wheel inside of the Be Her Now journal where you can actually go through the areas of your life and you can establish that baseline. You can decide unbiased, no judgment. This is where I'm at. And then I like that because that gives you the gauge. So even in 30 days, you can go back and say, did I make any progress in that area? Mm. Where where am I at in each of my core areas of my life that are important to me? And it just keeps you on track with the progress that you want to make. So it's not about I started here today and I'm expecting tomorrow to be at my ultimate vision. It's about this is a process of becoming, you know, that ultimate vision, but I'm actually enjoying the process of creating. Right. Not really yeah. Now, right. A hundred percent. And then one of the things I love about the journal is the daily pages because the daily pages pull you back to what you've said you've wanted. Right. I will act as if. Right. How are you going to act today? Yeah. How do you want to feel today? How do you want to show up today? You get to decide that. Like your mind doesn't run the show. You do. 
but we allow our mind and our thoughts, right? And Gandhi said this, and Brooke Costello said this, and a bunch of other people say this with that thought work model, right? Your thoughts control your feelings, your feelings control your actions, and your actions control your results. Mm -hmm. So how are you becoming, taking radical personal ownership? I love the word personal agency. I feel like it actually gives a little bit more clout, right? Mm-hmm. You, If you're going to be a change agent, then what personal agency are you taking of your life? And that's 100% on us. And I, I agree with you, Mel. It's the work we don't do. It's the work we don't sit down and do it. But I'll tell you, it is a practice and it's a process. Mm-hmm. And it's something that it, you, I'm sorry, but your life is, it's actually, you are, you are, you are draining your bank account by not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Ev, let's walk through, let's walk through yeah. your practice in the morning, right? So let's walk okay. through what this looks like in implementation as we wake up and we, we use the Be Her Now journal. Walk us through. Sure. So I'm not going to lie. I had, I want to be very transparent. So this journal actually birthed after my husband had a cardiac arrest. Um, My husband three years ago, actually this past week, last week uh, on October 27th, he had, he suffered a cardiac arrest. We had, he had been having heart issues for about two months leading up to the arrest. My daughter found, our daughter found him. I was able to give CPR. I was actually sitting right here in this very spot when my daughter called for me. And I went up and I gave him CPR and I was a first responder giving him eight minutes of CPR. Um, I will tell you, and I want to insert a trigger warning too, because I know that my, our outcome of his, him being okay and, and healed through this and, and growing through this is not everybody's outcome at all. Um, I feel incredibly grateful, but the reason why I tell you this story is that before, you know, before that happened for us, before that day happened for us, I was a ninja. Like I'm talking like I was 5 a.m. Like I was, I was, I was a ninja. Yeah. But I was way more stressed. I was way more anxious. I did not have a high level of self-worth. My productivity determined my worth. And that isn't what I'll share now from what I'm learning three years in to what developed this journal and this practice is that I was running the race that society puts on you right? I was judging myself based on I'll be good enough if I can bench up to all these other people, right? I can do this if I can do that. You know, gosh, guys, for a while, I even had Melanie Metro is awake and she's working right now (laughs) on my alarm. And it was from love because it was like that inspired me, right? But so what happened that that was a ninja that was great, but that was in hustle culture, which I believe I actually totally believe in hustle. I love hustle, yeah. but I think it's important to have a balance between hustle and self-love. Mm-hmm. And my self-love was a little bit missing. It was more driven from a masculine energy. It was more driven from a, like uh, a, literally a soldier. I was like a foot soldier that, you know, really was working on reintegrating with the world, but I don't know that this will relate to any of you, but like, I, I, I always thought if I worked harder, I'll be more successful. I couldn't stop working because I would, that's what I needed to be doing. I've always done that. Right. I've always done that my entire life. So I'm someone that comes from a long history of things that I needed to overcome. And the way I overcame it was working harder. That being said, that isn't always what needs to happen. Right. And I'm learning this through healing that you can be, you can rest and also run. 
And it's important to do both. So I wanted to share that because I think it's important to hear that story first. So when that happened for Jamie and I, he's great um, coming. He came home and we're very blessed and happy, but I will tell you the trauma that I went through from the experience of having to give CPR to my husband was one of the hardest things I had to overcome because of the fear. And I will tell you the first thing to go was my morning routine because I couldn't go to bed at night because I had flashbacks. So I wouldn't be sleeping. So then I wouldn't be waking up. So guys, I've spent three years and then COVID happened. Yeah, on top of it. <laughs> like, oh, great. Oh, great. Now I'm really messed up. Um, <laughs> so if I'm honest with you, um, when Mel said to me, well, tell us your practice. I'm just getting really good at it. Um, mm-hmm. I will tell you, I came home to journaling. I came home to meditation. I came home to my reading. And I feel so much better. The missing piece was my workout. And I was still doing my workout. It just wasn't being done in a time that I knew for me as a professional, an entrepreneur of building two businesses, like really wanting to scale my life, that served me. So I was like, I'm going to edit this. So in an ideal world, Mel, (laughs) my ideal ideal morning schedule, which I'm editing and I want to share this because I believe it will resonate with someone that's listening that doesn't feel like they have it all together. And they're like, but how do I do all that? Right. My best recommendation is to just start with one little thing. Okay. So if you're going to start with starting with one five minute meditation, that's where you start. For me, it all felt overwhelming trying to start what I used to do, which was easy to me, which was on autopilot to me, all stopped when the day I thought my world stopped. I had to come back as this new version of me because I'm not the old, I'm not the old person that I was. And you're not the old person you were. So as you're trying to establish a morning routine, if you're finding it's challenging right now, I would recommend, first of all, just stopping and asking yourself what you actually want. What does your ideal morning look like for you? I'm going to walk you through mine, but that doesn't mean my ideal morning or Melanie's ideal morning is what's ideal for you. So what I had to do is I had to establish what feels good to me. Well, number one, being dressed and showered by seven feels really good to me. Mm -hmm. Number one. Uh, number two, uh, I was sweaty enough that I had to have a shower. Normally when I get my work done later in the day, I'm busy, right? Checking your messages in between. I'm not actually giving myself 100% to me, which is what you all deserve, right? So if you're working out and you're distracted, let's look at that as an opportunity to pivot. Right. That feels ideal to me, not feeling that I need to be getting back to someone because I'm not doing it during my work time. Right. So again, All of this was this editing. All of this is just like, hmm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm not bad. I'm not wrong. But holy moly, that didn't serve me. So really trying to identify what's serving you, what's not serving you, what's serving you, what's not serving you. So for me, ideally, I'd love to be up by 5.30. I want to get my workout done first because that's what serves me. I love my workouts. And I'm realizing I love my morning workouts before anyone needs me. Mm -hmm. A distracted workout to me doesn't count. And I've been doing a distracted workout for two years and that's time for me to lead back to leading me. You know, it's so interesting, right guys? I I just published a journal. I have the sticker, be here now. I have lead her first, but it's a journey and it's okay that you don't have it. Now, let me be clear. I still got it all done, but it wasn't as, as, as it wasn't as, as good as it needed to be for my standard of where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And every day you get a little bit closer to the standard of where you're going, you're going to edit your habits. 
So I started with that mouse. So working out first, then I sat down this morning, I got my journal done. I laid into my, I, I leaned into a five minute, just very quick meditation. I love to listen to Eddie Panero. Okay. Also when I'm working out, um, dream chasers, he's amazing. So I love to be listening to motivational as I'm doing my workout as well. I find that really, really powerful. Uh, and then I'm doing reading and I'm, and I'm wrapping things up. So it doesn't need to take you this astronomical amount of time. It shouldn't take you a long time, but if you're finding you're distracted in your process, then there's, there's things you need to pull back in from a discipline perspective that that's on you. So that's what I'd recommend, right? It's like having that time. I'm pressing play at this time. What time is that? You know, or I'm going for my walk or I'm going to go to that yoga class or I'm going to hit F45 if you have that in the States, right? You know, or whatever that is for you, you know, what are you, what, what time are you doing that at? Then what time are you going to be doing your journal? at? And here's what I'll share about the time. I learned this and I don't know who made this up, but I've been hearing this whole concept about energy management versus time management. Because my energy right now is so freaking high. And I know what I'm about to get done today from a productivity perspective is massive because my energy management is effective. So when you think about your time management, right? Okay, I'm going to get my workout done at X time. What's the energy output that's going to come from that? Mm -hmm. Because all of this is data. All of this is helping you either soar or sink. You're either going to soar or sink. So you need to choose. And again, what you're not changing, you're choosing. So we got to get, this might sound exhausting to some of you. And it is. Yeah. I'm just not going to come on and sugarcoat this. And so like, I wanted to share that now, like I'm just messily showing up right now. Yeah. And it, it changes. I look back at 11 years that I've been in business and it's shifted. It shifted from when my, my two, my boys were itty bitty and teeny tiny, you know, it was fast. It was a fast workout. It was gratitude, but it was fast and it was managing my time, but it was a messy scribbled little sheet of paper and, you know, but it got done. And and I think about, you know, there have been seasons where I've needed to be more intentionally quiet. So my meditations are longer and other things are shorter. And sometimes I need personal development more. And so it's this constant of what do I need in this moment? But what stays consistent is that I need something. It's just the matter of how much time am I devoting to it? And and really my non-negotiables are if I don't know where I'm going, then that's the found. If I don't know where the direction is that I want my life to go and what areas that I want to improve, then I don't actually know how to show up during my day. I don't know what goes on my my time blocker and my to-do list and I feel purposeless. But when I start with that practice, it becomes my North Star, becomes my guide throughout the day. And so I think a lot of times as business owners and women, we we feel purposeless. We feel like we're just going through the motions every day and because we haven't checked ourselves against the barometer of what we want our life to look like, you know, whether it's a year or two years, five, 10 years, you know, down the road. So mm-hmm. having that, whatever that looks like messy, just messy action is way more important than just sitting there and saying, I'm not going to do anything until it's all perfect or until I can have this exact morning routine. Cause that's really unrealistic to expect that to be true. Yeah, and I think too about brand, like I, I remember too, when I, I, and I'm sure you've heard this smell over your coaching practice, like 
brand new moms being like, but I can't get up, but you shouldn't, you're not in the season that you need to be doing a 5am workout. Right. Right. I said to my sister yesterday, you know, she was my best enabler. She's like, it's fine. Like who even wants to work out at five in the morning? And I'm like, Christy, that's not the, no, I do. I want to, you know? So again, it's not going to be for everyone, but it will be for you. And I think that's the permission, right? That I want to share is that, and I love what you just shared now. It's like giving yourself permission to edit through the seasons, but do not let yourself off the hook because you deserve that. No, right? It's like, what's your standard? If your standard is this and you want to be doing that, and I actually do use the chic time blocker as well. And I have all those things. I do that on Sundays because I feel like if I don't have that done on Sunday, Mel, I'm like, I'm, I'm floundering through the week. I know Um, it's terrible, isn't it? It's the worst. There's a distinct difference in the weeks that I play it on Sunday and the weeks that I don't. I, I, when you say floundering, I understand that to the T I'm like purposeless. My posts have no meaning. I feel out of control. Yes. It's the worst feeling in the world. (laughs) I love that. I think the other thing that's so important to note too, is that you know, when you take that intentional aligned action, you do have that purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes it's easy. Like you said, we, a lot of women and men actually do wander through this life purpose, purposeless because we're driven by what everybody else's agenda is, you know, right. for for a lot of you, you might be working your, your direct sales or your part-time side business or your, you know, the business that you're trying to build from and scale from the ground up. You know, you might also be funding that with a corporate job. And what I find is that for me, at least, you know, before I really identified back in 2019, 2018, that I didn't have my own vision statement. Well, it's because I was married to the corporate my corporate jobs mission mission statement and their core value. What about yours? And I think what I love about the Be Her Now journals, it gives you permission to rewrite your own mission statement and your values. Because a lot of times we are so worried about everybody else's ROI and NOI that we're not even worried about our own. And I think we have to change the conversation right? You know, you are only paid a certain amount of money for a certain amount of hours. Yet I know personally, I worked 70 hours when I was being paid for 40. Actually, I was being paid for 37.5. And I will never get back the debit that was taken from my life, from my soul. (laughs) And I'm I'm proud of all the work I did as a gerontologist and working in the senior living field. And But I'll tell you, that that, that is a lot. And if you don't have a compass, if you don't have a physical barometer with boundaries, your employer will take everything you have. It is so true. That's something to be to be aware of. I'm not. That's. I'm not making that. I was an employee for since I was 13. You know. So again, there's. It's not being an employee, but you. But you have to remember that you can have autonomy as an employee and being a director of your own life. I think that's where. I think there's a real opportunity for everybody to be having more vision, everybody for having more autonomy, everybody for understanding that every single thing you do has a cost. Right. Right. Everything. It's either going to contribute or it's going to take away. Hmm. That's powerful. Powerful. And you get to decide that, not 
not your career, not what family you were born into, not the town you live in or the color of your hair or skin. It really is. It's the way you choose to direct your direct your life and the way you show up on a daily basis. And and the journal is exactly how you, I feel like we need a stack of the Make She Cabin Planner, the Time Blocker and the journal. This is like yes. powerful. This is your powerful business stack that you take with you. Yeah. And it all links together too, right? Right? Like even, even in the, in my journal, it says like, what intentional action will you take to move yourself closer to that? And then I'm like, whip out my, whip out my chic like, Well, let me tell you what intentional action I'm taking today. And when I'm doing that, right? Like the tool, I mean, here's the thing. Tools are tools. Uh, but I have this saying it might, this might be sound crass, but I always say to my, I say this to my client group all the time. I'm like, let's use the tools. Don't be a tool. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like don't be like, let's use, use the tools we have. Like don't not use them. And I think, I think it's so easy, Mel, in today's day and age to, we're so distracted mm-hmm. by social media, by the phones, by the apps, by the accessibility, that what we really need is more silence. Yeah. You're, you know what you need, mm-hmm. you know, you know what you need. And, you know, one of the things I noticed yesterday here, I'll give another great concrete example. Like Jamie and I are really working on our wealth management Yeah. and part of what, cause I refuse to say debt guys, cause I want to say yeah. wealth because I believe there's power in the words you choose to use, right? Wealth. And so of course, Jillian Harris is like on my Instagram late at night, why the nothing good happens on social media past a certain time. But I'm like, oh, well, that cardigan's cute. And that cardigan's cute. And and I was like, all of a sudden, I thought of be her now. I thought of what I wrote this morning. And I'm like, hmm, that doesn't move me closer to our plan. I don't need another cardigan. And I moved... Those are just the little shifts, right? It just, it's, and that's such a small example. Like it could have been $110, but like, I'm trying to give that just that little example of like that little shift, you know, I had a client message me. She goes, Kim, she goes every single day I've eaten a chocolate bar and I've had a, a, um, like a, a latte. This is what I do every day. She's like, and I wanted to change. And, you know, I walked into that same store I've gone into every single day. She said, I turned around and I walked out of the store. I got in my car and I drove away. Hmm. She's like, because it, I was not acting in accordance with what I was saying. Yep. Like I have shivers. Like how powerful is that? Like, that's it. It is these, these, these 10 second decisions. You have a 10 second decision. Like that's it. It's just like, like it's this, this pendulum. Like you get to have this autonomous universal control. And I just want to implore you to lean into it. Trust Mm -hmm. the whispers. What if they're a promise of what's coming for you with a little bit of discipline, a little bit of sacrifice, a little bit more belief, a little bit more of a knowing of who you are at your highest version? Because I'm Mm -hmm. chasing mine. I'm chasing her down so hard. And that feels good. And and chasing meaning like running with like flowers and and (laughs) balloons and light bulbs. Like I'm here. (laughs) I love that. I love that. I know. It just is. It is. It's that it's the daily decisions and just the awareness of 
okay, what decisions can I make today that support my highest self, that support me getting to that next, that next step. And that that's, that's what you teach. That's what you preach, whether it's through your team, whether it's through your client groups or it's through legacy and everything you share on social media. And I just love that you live that it's not just, it's not just a journal that you created out of thin air. It's something that is really ingrained in, in who you are. And I, and I know that when people buy the journal, they're, they're getting other, other things as well. So I know people are like, okay, tell me about the journal. Where can I get it? So tell them where they can get it, but also what comes with it. What are some of the perks of getting the journal? So I'm, I'm really, really excited. We've got QR codes that are embedded into the journal that pop up with my guided videos. Um, You also get a resource page as well, which is going to have a ton of resources for you. So anyone that's purchased the journal has access to that too, which is like basically a mini course with me um, and access to so many more tools. Um, so it's excited. It's really, I mean, I'm so excited. It really is about, a, it's more of a heart map. Um, it's more of a life map than it would be a journal. It's a four month, so 160 pages of like intentional work. The coolest thing about this, and I don't know whether any of you used to use Start Today Planner or any of the five minute journal gratitudes. I have all those. I've yeah. saved all those. And those become your your legacy. Those become what your thoughts are. Like, you know, Tess, I caught Tess reading through one of mine from years ago. And she's like, oh my gosh, you still say the same thing to me every night. I have greatness in my heart. But like, these are these beautiful sacred tools that show your growth journey. So it's a four month, a four month cycle. You can get them at legacybykim.com. They're releasing, they will be released into the world on November 11th. Uh, It's actually the day that my mom passed away. Yeah. My mom passed away on November 11th. It's going to be 42 years ago, 41, 41 years ago on November 11th, 2022 uh, at 11, 11. So that's when we're releasing them into the world. My first, the dedication to her, uh, the dedication is to my mom who, you know, chose me while she fought for her life. So, you know, this, I believe this, this, this vehicle, this heart map is permission for you to like hold it in your hands and get reconnected to who you are because it's, it is truly my life's work. It is everything from my heart rolled into these pages. And, you know, it's also a lot of guidance from up above too. I'm not going to cry, but I feel very teary eyed and I wasn't good. (laughs) I just, you know, I, God put you in this, on this earth and he chose you, you know, he chose you and, um, and you're powerful and you have such an incredible gift for words, for support, for making people feel loved, no matter where they're at in their journey and truly feeling like they matter and that they, that they do have their own purpose as well. And, and that's such a gift that, that you were given. And I hope you, I just hope you know that, that Mm -hmm. you're just a powerful woman and you use your gifts for such good. And that this journal is just a great, it's a great tool where people get a little bit of Kim every single morning and a little bit of a belief breathed into them every single day. And I know your mom is so incredibly proud of you and just watching how you've turned into this just amazing woman that is making such an impact. So I'm proud of you. I'm excited for everybody to get their hands on the journal. I will link it in the show notes for you. So I'll link it in the show notes. I'll put Kim's social media handles, websites, all of that. So you can go and connect with her and please, you guys, please snag that journal on November 11th. It's going to sell out. I'm, I'm a positive. I would like literally guarantee that they're going to be back ordered. So 
If you want that, make sure you go get it on the 11th. But also, you know, follow Kim. She does deliver just incredible social media motivation, advice, tips, and tools for just how to show up and be and be her right now in the midst of just figuring out who we are, where we're meant to be, and what we're called to do. So, Kim, thank you so much for the conversation today and for pouring into our community here on the podcast. And we'll definitely have you back again. So thank you. Thanks so much, Irvin. Thanks, Mel. You have been listening to the Fitz Life Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.